Hi, Carlene. Hello, um, how are you doing? We're going to do this all over again. Yes, we are. <laughs> the real answer or the pretend answer? Take two. And go. Uh, well, I mean, okay. Like my pool is starting to look good. That's a good thing. Right. I mean, it's looking really good. I just, there's a, some things, you know, chemical balances, some algae still needs to, but I mean, listen, it went from God, what am I going to do to, we can actually start to go swimming in it pretty soon. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Anyway, I'm already inviting myself over. <laughs> no, you, you are coming over. <laughs> um, and uh, then I got a new refrigerator. Oh yeah. Because that was hell. Yeah. That was the last fun. time we did the podcast. It was on the fritz, mm. the freezer. Mm-hmm. Everything was melted in the freezer when you opened right, it. Right, because it was that day right. that my I was late because my ice cream melted. Yeah. And we were doing it over the Zoom. Zoom. Yep. Zoom, yeah. Zoom, and then Zoom. I was like, uh, delay. I have melted shit. Yeah. yeah. A whole turkey I had to throw away. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. And I was doing Sunday dinner with the kids that Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was like cool it takes a while for a turkey to thaw N- no i mean not when your freezer is dying but i didn't realize my freezer was dying that bad mm-hmm. at the time but anyway so yeah had to throw a whole like over 200 dollars worth of crap away. oh wow well, i had just gone to the grocery store and um like oat milk almond milk How that's frustrating because the price of food is going up so yeah. high right now so like oh, that hurts it was a whole brand new carton of oat milk a whole brand new carton of almond chocolate milk mm-hmm. and then um just brand new brand new brand new just throwing it and it was I was crying it was sad I wasn't crying but it was really sad <laughs> <laughs> I could have been crying <laughs> but anyway I didn't cry and then I mean, in between all that, then I have stuff in ice chest. Thank God Connor and Leslie live down the street and I was able to save some stuff in the freezer. Right. But by the, but in the end, most of my stuff was just thrown away. I had to start all over kind of sad and buying ice is not cheap when you have to keep buying it to fill like four ice chests. Right. And then in the end, you're like, I have to throw this stuff away anyway. Right. Nope. Anyway, yeah, not and, fun. No, and then you have to eat out. I will say you do lose weight when you don't have a refrigerator. Something about you're not going to the fridge constantly <laughs> yeah. and opening it, mm-hmm. looking for the answers to your life. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because I was like, and and then before I had my nephew with me, I was well, even with him, I'm like, I don't want to eat. I'm not going to eat. Like tonight, <laughs> I made a thing of nachos, and I was like, you want the rest of these? Because I'm not making you dinner. Right. You're a big boy. Yeah. Um, and then I inherited my nephew, of course. So right. it's been a um Hey, it's been a year for the nephews, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, anyway, okay. Quick thick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so you know, that's it. I got a new phone now. Pretty not sure if I'm happy or not yet, because it's new. Hey, well, you're going to have more space on there to dump oh. deep. All right. We do have the ghost box going yeah. for this episode. I'll try not to get too distracted with it. 
yeah exactly well, every once in a while if something seems pertinent well, well you're gonna hear me it's gonna be like Tourette's I'm gonna just shout it out wait how was your two weeks um we went to oh, well, yeah. you we had recovery from COVID we did the yeah. whole quarantine thing and Alma had a birthday oh I forgot dang it what? all right I'll make it up to you I meant to, it's just been so hectic. I forgot to get you a little something. I wanted to get you something. Yep. Darn it. I did have a birthday. And um, speaking of birthdays. I'm such a horrible uh, friend when it comes to that stuff. All right. You know what? I think it's the ADD because I'm the same way sometimes. It's just that I had a lot of shit going on. You did. You did. Um, But in honor of my birthday, I did put a promo out. Um, for our merch store yes so if you use the promo code tipsy june um from now until the end of the month oh. till the end of june you get 25 percent off so i really like that is that a glass or is it a cup no it's a glass it's, 16, it's a pint glass yeah i like that it's a yeah i'm getting me one or two or three are you yeah i like <laughs> those they're cool and then there's also i put a 20 ounce stainless steel tumbler out mm, there too yeah yeah. So, sir, sir. Um, the website is tipsytalespodmerch.store. And again, the promo code's tipsy June. So go out there and That's get your merch. Tipsy June. Tipsy for all of June. you that want to save some money, <laughs> but support us. Yes. And, and have some to cool those of shit. You- to those of you who, who've already purchased stuff, because we've had we've had some oh. purchases out there, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We really do we because really- <laughs> listen, we're pretty desperate. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say it right here and now. We could use some help. Yeah, we have a few some encouragement, some cha-ching podcast bills that we're yeah. uh expecting here in the mo- next month. So we want to appreciate keep producing it. some shit. So we're gonna need some support. I feel like we're that PBS channel eight thing where they're like please support us. We'll send you, well, we won't really send you anything, but we will. If you actually are on Patreon. Well, yeah, we'll send you a shirt. Right. Yeah. And sticker. And, and a sticker. And a sticker. Get a dicker. You get a dicker. You get a dicker. And possibly what do we say? Did we talk about something that had to do with me? Um, we might hopefully. be putting something on there for, for like a discount or something i think we've or we have mentioned it yeah we, we talked about it anyway we haven't talked it all the way through though so. no but we, i mean hey two dollars just if everybody gave two dollars what <laughs> if all 10 of our fans gave to gave two dollars did i tell you what my sister I'm said a, what? <laughs> what? about my little commercial on the last episode oh. on the last uh yeah the last yeah. podcast she's like i felt the pain in your voice because <laughs> you hate to ask for money and i'm like it what nobody really likes to ask for it but i mean it's the only way that we until we get big enough like and that's the other thing you can support us just by telling people about us like share follow whatever do all those things on youtube facebook Twitter, what Instagram, Instagram, anywhere, all, all the platforms. If you tell people about us, then that supports us too. You don't yeah. have to give yeah. money. It's just the more people that start to listen, the more popular we become, the 
then we could possibly start making make some cashola to support us. Like not, not, we're not even talking about like, we're not trying to get family. No, we're talking about like to buy equipment or to pay for the the website. Right. Just to keep us going to, because we like to do this. Yeah. And so we want to continue to do it. But if you like us, well, you don't mind. Oh, I'll, tight. <laughs> tight. The ghost box says tight. Tight. Yeah. Tight. 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 You could the toy. All right. That's enough of that. But anyway, um, that's all. So that's our, that's our, uh, oh, commercial for the day. I did want to talk about the little creepy encounter I had with the dogs the other day when I was. I mean, Shadow does it to. I should show you the security footage. She, oh. And then she like feels the need to protect me and is like climbing on my face and running like it's yeah. insane. So the other yeah, day, do it. That yeah. was insane. We should post that. The other. Well, I don't know. I didn't want everybody looking at my bathroom. You can't see anything. Oh I mean, it looks, it looks fine. No, it doesn't. Um, my mind looks. <laughs> so, anyways, I sent. Carlene a video like right after it happened but I'm sitting there Ooh. you know like making the bed and vacuuming oh. wait did you see the waves that I was yeah talking I did about? okay I go did. ahead right, I did sorry, pause. I like played it mm-hmm. went back played it kept going like I was like what is that yeah it was weird yeah okay so go ahead um so anyways PJ like just randomly starts <laughs> there was a stool in the toilet <laughs> that could go stool. either way right now that's hilarious um that was the ghost box not us oh it says bury (laughs) (laughs) okay so anyways pj starts barking like crazy at the bathroom and i'm like what the heck is wrong with him so i thought like i have like little um the little crystals in the chandelier in my bathroom so i thought maybe like because they're weird about the light like whenever there's like (laughs) (laughs) we got snoring dogs by the way Whenever there's like, when I have the phone and it like catches the light and it's moving around, they like, they start barking and trying to like chase the light around. Oh, that's funny. So anyways, Mm -hmm. um, he's barking and going crazy. And I'm like, duh, like get your camera and Mm -hmm. like film it and see if there's something. So I like went in there. I was like, and he, then he got Athena, like Athena's like, Mm. what's going on with, and then she starts like freaking out. Like, Mm -hmm. and she's like kind of jumping in and out of the bathroom they're both like they go in and then they kind of jump out right they were definitely very like spooked out like they they want to see what it is because they're curious Mm -hmm. so they're like kind of creeping in and then they're like wait no wait what the fuck is that and then they're backing out and then then uh which one is it pj PJ. that's kind of like snipping around like that window seal area Mm -hmm. or whatever and then I'm trying to give them a visual because it was so crazy because it's not just like they see something, they sense something. Yeah. And they're just like, where the fuck is it? Wait, is it over here? No. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. And then he backs out. Right. And it's like, and they were doing that for like five, six minutes prior to that. Before I even turned the camera on. That's why like, dang, because I was making the bed and he started flipping out into the bed towards the bathroom. And I was like, half paying attention, half not. Mm-hmm. And I know you can hear Shorty. She was in the living room. She was barking, but usually it's her that starts them barking mm-hmm. and they run to see what she's barking at. But no, she started barking because she heard them barking. Mm. So anyways, it was a big giant bark fest. <laughs> so I not fart fest. Yeah. Bark fest. Yeah. 
I mean, it could have been a haunted fart. <laughs> could have been. I mean, a, a, bur- a buried stool. So yeah. from yeah, a warrior. warrior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun night. Oh, my God. Uh, what else but, did I yeah, want to that was that was pretty bizarre. I will. And then that's where I was like really examining it. And I'm like, wait, is that just the camera making that happen? Like the the lighting or are those like waves, you know, kind of like, right. like with the, when you see this, the heat off the pavement. Well, well there's one point where like, I come the all the energy? way around because mm-hmm. there is a, the, the light was on, on my phone. Mm-hmm. And when I came all the way around, you could see the light reflect off of the beveled glass in my mirror. Mm-hmm. So, but right before but it's, that, it was energy wavy yeah. stuff. Like what you see when the sun's hitting the pavement yeah. energy. Yeah. And that's why I was like, Oh, I think there's shit cut, like trying to like that's coming through, which is completely normal. Like I remember, um, well, clearing a lot of people's houses, right. a lot of time is spent where there's mirrors, just kind of making sure it's just a good portal for good energy to right. come through and not like icky. Well, the hair on his back was standing oh, up. There was but, something in yeah. there. Did so, you sage out? I haven't saged yet. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to do tonight's story and I'll tell you why, because- <laughs> Like honest disease, your story, when I just looked up what your story, just, I didn't read about it. I, oh, I got creepers. Mm, 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 oh my gosh. Mm, Seriously. Mm. I got goosebumps all over. Okay. So I have <laughs> literally been 50. Huh. Specter. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. That's a weird that's a weird word. I have like goosebumps on the top of my forehead. Me too. <laughs> so Me weird. too. Okay. So anyways, so I've been creeped out like all week <laughs> because I've been like listening to like different YouTubes and different like podcasts that are out there and then like actually reading this stuff. And I'm, I just want to get, get the story out of my system and <laughs> I would like to sage my house yeah. afterwards. That's why I don't do those stories. Oh, it's in your yard. Okay. They're in your yard. <laughs> great, great, great. Thanks, Carlene. Thanks. All right. So we're drinking. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys what we're drinking before. Because Carlene is doing the true crime segment tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And she's going to start out. And um, I'm doing the, the spooky story tonight. So we're drinking um, Double Black, which has to do with my story. <laughs> and um, I was actually looking for something for Carlene's story, but. It's a uh, mm-hmm. Paso Robles, 2018, California, um, Cabernet Sauvignon Reserve Selection. And Cabernet it's actually growing on me now. Um, Yeah, just need it. I think it and needs it, to, you need to swirl it around, let it air out. It did need to air out a little. It's a Cabernet. I guess that's what they need. Mm-hmm. So anyways, okay, let's see. Maybe Can we she should do it. Oh, wait, what? really quick. What? I just wanted to say thank you to people that have emailed us and submitted stories they want to hear yeah and we are working on those stories we just want to let you know dana and angela um that those are coming up yes so thank you for emailing i mean i would have done one of them but i whenever if you send me something i i'm i just think that it's something you want to do so i don't take it really yeah oh i'm nice like that (laughs) yeah i feel like i'm like oh can I do it? I, I more I'm more like, or less just send it to you just in case you need ideas because oh. I don't care. I'm indifferent either way. Like, fuck, she's done it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 
when you told me what you were doing mm. and I just, did you look it I, up? I looked it up, mm -hmm. but kind of just read the like real quick caption. Yeah. And then I like, was like, all right, I don't want to read anymore. No. Cause it looks good. It is good. It's um kind of deep. So I could have done way more research, but I just had to stop because the, the one shit I didn't write. Oh yes. I, I think I did. <laughs> the things that I did do it on, mm -hmm. um, I think we're, we're more accurate because it's one of, okay, let me, why don't we just talk about it? Let's talk about it. But what before we do, yeah. should we talk about the, what we got on the last episode? I'm sorry. What we, we got that. Oh, the EVP. What do you, okay. So I heard the in it. I heard Okay, I guess we could just say what we heard at this point because we've already put it out on Instagram. If you want to go to our Instagram page, I um, heard crazy. Wait, what is that song? <laughs> Silly cat? No. Silly cat. Crazy cat. Dang yeah. it. I'm running the joke. I heard Silly cat. Wait, what is it? From <laughs> Friends? You don't know? Do you watch Friends? Passingly. <laughs> like, oh. I was, I'm not a big Friends friend. I like, Oh, it was if it was on, I watched it, but I didn't like look forward I don't know to why an episode. I can't every think week. of the song right now. Then a cat, then a hat. I can't think of it. I've had wine, I guess. Not even that much. All right. So oh, anyway, we have, we have thank you, Monica. We have uh, oh, grapes in our wine. Frozen grapes. It works amazing. Yes, because we needed it because it is hotter than a motherfucker in Phoenix. Oh, my God. So like, hot. I guess the whole West coast is like going mm -hmm. through a heat wave, but look, we will be for the next four months. We live in Satan's arsehole. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and we will be going through this for four months. It's June. And in June, it, it doesn't usually get to 116. Yeah. Like it is. I think it got to 117, 18 or 120 the other day. Somebody yeah. Said. It's been hot. It has <sighs> been fucking hot 15 okay 115 oh, okay. today all right all right, all so right spirits. that was the ghost box <laughs> i mean i don't oh, have wow. ac we're getting, in my we're getting car responsive we are getting a lot sometimes yeah. it doesn't do anything yeah tonight it's just like bam, bam, bam. okay really crazy but we're doing the add thing we started talking about the podcast the or about, the, about what oh the, the evp okay yeah anyway what we heard stupid i heard stupid i think i heard stupid because you told me you heard stupid right but then i kept listening and i heard the sound right and then there's one of our say? podcasters i think he said julie or didn't he say julie oh my god i can't even remember right now. i think he said julie and then i went back to see if my story had something to do with but it was kathy her name's kathy or i think her name's kathy and then the person that hung themselves. He heard do it. He heard do it first, but then there was another guest on there. Julie. Julie. He did hear Julie. Mm -hmm. Julie. Oh, look, look, look. It says John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joker. Dang, dang. All right. So I heard stupid. I heard it in it. Yeah. So I heard it was two syllables. Yes. So it could have been like tried to say your and then all we caught were shitheads right i mean we don't know and look at we were <laughs> we were zooming so you weren't in the room no and nobody was at my house Albert i was by was, myself 
in the back room just uh-huh. recuperating like and uh-huh. my nephew was here it definitely wasn't him uh-huh. no it was a it was a it was a male voice it was a voice voice and, and it, it definitely had to be, wasn't albert's voice no it had to be in this because it was more like it was like it was participating yeah that's why i was like what are you who are you calling stupid i wonder whose end it was on was it on my end or your end it was your end was wait it? i mean it was yeah, when i was it was talking. towards the end it was towards the end because it was towards the end of the yeah but i mean like did it come from my house or did it come from oh. your speakers hmm. that's hmm. a good question i know yeah i have no idea if a uh, spirit box wants to answer that we would be okay all right we should get into your story because we both got some long stories i'm guessing so you know they talk about urban legends and they usually come from some story of the truth and then people embellish it becomes an urban legend right well mine is an urban legend that became truth okay so okay so when you were growing up i know i know when you were growing up they had your parents would tell you if you didn't behave such and such was going to come and get you la llorona yeah see <laughs> oh my gosh or the kukui. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, right. Okay. Well, in New York, um, where was it? Staten Island. That's right. In Staten Island, all the kids there, I mean, I think from like the 60s, 70s, 80s and on, they were always told about Brandon. <laughs> they were always told about this crazy guy named Cropsy. And he was an escaped mental patient from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And if you, they, they would always say like, well, if you go to the mall too late, um, Cropsy will get you, you know, be careful. If you, the kids would always go and run around the forest and play hide and see, you know, if you, if you, uh, if you stay out past dark, Cropsy might get you, you know, and he was known also as the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And Hookman, which I have done stories. Oh, yeah, you have. Yes, of a different, well, it could be the same urban legend, but it has gone further than just Staten Island. Right. So the Hookman actually would, again, the state uh, escape mental patient, but he had a hook and he would hook little children. <laughs> That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Kill them. Right. <laughs> take them back and kill them or whatever. So there were all these variations and it was really meant to scare the kids and just to keep them like, go to bed or Cropsy's going to get you or Boogeyman's going to get you or whatever. Well, little children started coming up missing in Staten Island. It really started, mm, I want to say like in the Mm seventies, I may have one earlier, but it was when this, let me, let me just I kind of am just not looking at my <laughs> horsey. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh, that was like a witch laugh. Oh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, she's going all over the place, everybody. Ask Alice. Wait a minute. There's an Alice in here, I think. Mm. I'm not kidding. If there's an Alice. I'm going to freak the fuck out. Okay. Okay. Anyway. I'm just, let me just, uh, cause I, I always go off script. You? I know. Oh, yes. 
So I did tell you as children, kids, wait, kids would often go into the forest where an old hospital once was and the debilitated building still exists called Seaview. Now, this is kind of fucked up, but the, the director of this documentary that I got all this information from, mm-hmm. um, both of them, uh, the commentators, director, they're both the same thing. This is so fucked up. They explain how when they, well, this one, he explains that how when he was in camp, the counselors would take him out to this forest by this Seaview um, hospital. And they would hide from the kids Mm -hmm. and then they would jump out and scare them Mm -hmm. in this dark forest. Like what's that? What kind of fucked up camp are you sending your kids to is what I want to know. But whatever. Okay. He describes was this because, you know, we did fucked up things to kids back in the day. (laughs) I want to say this had to be like in the because he's a young guy. I want to say it couldn't be any earlier than the 80s. Well, we did fucked up things in the 80s. So weird. Anyway, he describes finding. So they would find like old hospital beds and papers of patients that had died that were scattered all throughout the forest. You can still find, um, even when they went out there, there's like the trays from the hospital that surrounds or the, in the forest cafeteria. Yeah. I mean, and these places have been closed for a while. Oh, so the story was that Cropsey lived under the tunnels that went in the tunnels that went through the hospital. Right. Pretty crazy. I mean, it isn't far from the truth. Right. Okay. In 1972, Willowbrook is another, it's a, it, I wrote state hospital. It's not, it was, but it was known as a school, a state school so that they could get funding, Oh, but they didn't really teach the kids anything. Anyway, it was a facility that took in, I I don't know. Wailing. Yes. There was tons of wailing in there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it took in like the 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 disabled, like the physically and emotionally, mentally, intellectually disabled. Right. So like kids with Down syndrome or or even muscular dystrophy or anything. Right. They were in there. And re- remember Geraldo Rivera? How can I forget? Right. So he was he did a 2020 investigation when he was a young buck. Right. And somebody in the administration had called him and said, we want you to come when the school is in, you know, just doing its thing. Mm -hmm. We want you to come unannounced with your cameras and do your thing. Okay. Because I guess they wanted the state wasn't helping them. So they didn't have the funding to hire enough staff to get enough beds to, so these kids, oh my God, it's the most sad and disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Like they have it on YouTube. You can see it. It's disgusting. So like there's kids that are completely naked. Some have some clothes on, some have nothing. He said, I can show you the disgusting things that are happening. I can describe this i can do that but the stench the smell it's like something he can't even describe it was so horrific and he's like there is feces everywhere the kids are covered in feces they're eating feces and the, the administrator said that 
every single person, because there's uh, adults in there too, Mm -hmm. every single person is, um, they get hepatitis. I mean, it's a given they're going to get hepatitis. So that's something else. And then they are, um, I mean, there's physical abuse and sexual abuse because there's just, you know, there's like, remember that one story I did at that other hospital that Mm -hmm. was kind of like this. It's like one person to a hundred patients. I mean, it's just too, I think it's like here, it's like one, one. Yeah. So So sorry. sorry. (laughs) It's like one person to like 70 patients. And that's just, you can't, you can't take care of that many people. They were super skinny from not really being properly fed. And then they're calling themselves a school and they're not being taught anything. And the administrator was like, we don't even know what these minds are capable of because we can't, we can't teach them anything. There's not enough of us. It was, it was sad. Like that was his cry for help. That's terrible. I know. So even with all of that, it took 10 years, even though he did that report, all of it was, you know, there's crammed with patients. There's too many, there's not enough, there's feces, blah, blah, blah. Took another 10 years before that place was shut down. Disgusting. Yeah. And then listen to how they shut it down. Oh, I know. (laughs) Alyssa, listen to how they shut it down. They relocated some, some patients, which I would assume it's probably patients that had money or family that had money that could relocate them. Everybody else was just like, go be free. You're on your own. And so a lot of them returned to. Okay. So I just had a thought. I'm sorry. What? What if those names are people are that people are people that yes. listening? Oh, and when I thought it, oh, I'm getting it too. Oh, I'm getting it too. It just says, it just keeps giving us names. Yeah. And Alyssa. our mic, my mic so if, is going crazy. So if there's an Alyssa out there, I don't know what that's for, but. Well, it okay. will make sense okay. through this. Okay. So, I mean, that totally makes sense because it just keeps giving us names. It gave right. us Alice, Alyssa, Brandon. Yeah. So a lot of the patients that were just wondering, they returned out of comfort and habit of being there and no place else to go. And they would stay inside the abandoned building. They would stay. Um, there were, there were like camps in the uh, forest. And then there was what? also, yeah, they made camps in the forest, like homeless people camps. Okay. And then also there were tunnels that one went through uh, Willowbrook there's tunnels that went under there also. And so if um, even kind of recent, you could see people's belongings still on in there. So I wouldn't be surprised if people still aren't sleeping in there. Right. It's weird. Um, and also now there's a lot of Satanism oh, that God. happens over there. Okay. So Ugh. Ugh, gross. Uh, okay. So where I got this, it's called, the documentary is called Cropsy and it's really good. The filmmaker is Joshua Zeman and Barbara, I can't say her last name, Bran Caccio. Anyway, I think they did a fantastic job investigating it. I think they've done other things, but um, they grew up there and hearing all of the stories and they were around during these times. So I think they just kind of wanted to get to the bottom of it. They uh, That's why they created the documentary was just to kind of get to the bottom of this whole cropsy thing. And when you hear the crime part of it, it'll, uh, 
(laughs) kind of has you going back and forth like you're not sure anyway they wanted to investigate the stories that they had always heard growing up so now in the 80s the legend of cropsy had become very real when children suddenly became missing with like i said the most public one so this is what kind of like stirred everything up this little girl 12 years old with down syndrome named jennifer schweiger mm-hmm. schweiger um she disappeared july 9th 1987 and hundreds of people i mean it just brought out the whole community everybody was like looking for her. and um yeah i heard that was that our that mike's making that tapping noise no it sounded like it was coming over cat my cat is my cat okay should i check <laughs> <laughs> I really worry that I'm going to find her hanging from something. Oh my God. Don't even say that. <laughs> don't say that. That is horrifying. But not by her own oh, self. I know. I know. But <laughs> Okay. So I hundreds of people I didn't need that. Image. I know. So hundreds of people will we'll check my camera soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> came out and searched for her, um, but they, they searched all over. Willowbrook. And I think even, uh, what was that other one? Seabreeze or whatever. The other hospital, they searched all those grounds. Cause I think the hospitals must be pretty close to each other. Like there's the hospital and then there's the school or the institution or whatever, but they, yeah, they searched everywhere. And there was this one woman, I have her number, her name, her number. I have her name on here. So I'll come to it. You have her number. I have her number. I call her on a regular basis, (laughs) but anyway, she was kind of the head of the search parties for this, which is kind of cool. Later when they're interviewing her, they go to her house and she has a son with some, I hate calling them disabilities, but anyway, disabilities, I don't know what else to call it. Okay. So that woman who I'll tell you her name eventually, I don't know how, why I don't have it right here, but anyway, she speaks of how, when um, searching, they found proof of some of the people who still live there. So some of the, yeah, what some of the people this is in the 80s right mm-hmm. and they're still living there yeah okay okay yeah so, so there's proof of still and, and remember even i said the filmmakers now they made this film in 2008 or 2009 and there's still people living out there there's right. still proof of these people living out there right so crazy talk that's what 12 13 years ago yeah but i mean from the 80s from this from the the eight let's see it was closed down did i write when it was closed down maybe at some point oh, it's very inaccurate of carlene did not write down <laughs> oh my hands interesting okay oh okay well yeah because in 87 it was closed down by 1987 because jennifer was disappeared and it was already long closed down Uh-oh. cancer oh that's weird oh that's weird okay so so this woman's speaking of how they're searching they found proof of some of the people who still were living on the property at the time including a man named andre rand andre rand worked as an orderly when the hospital was up and running okay he did some other things too i guess he might have done some physical therapy and stuff but um, I know he worked as an orderly for sure at Willowbrook State School from 1966 to 1968. 
And then after that, he kind of did some odds and ends kind of jobs just around Staten Island. <laughs> he lived as a homeless man in a makeshift campsite in the woods near the school. Like some were saying that he had lived with people and he did. I think here and there he lived with people. What? Mm-hmm. What? That's even a weird word. What is happening? Stigmata. Why would it say that? I don't know. Okay, keep going. It's Sorry. picking out weird words and it's just one after another. Yeah, and words that it has never really no. been used before. It's never said these words before. Okay. This is spooking me out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, Shorty? Uh-huh. All Shorty's right. going to town. All right. Her tail. She heard happy. Happy. She is happy. Okay. <laughs> My sister's name is Happy. Get that fudge out of here. Yeah. Her nickname? Her name. What? Yeah. Her name is Felice. Oh my we, God. Like Happy. Oh, we my call God. her Happy. That's so crazy. Crazy. Okay. Hmm. But Shorty was also happy right now, and her tail was yeah, white. We can like take that any way we want. Okay. All right. So, anyway, back to Andre Rand. He is our main character in my story. Okay. Okay. So, Andre Rand. Uh, lived in a, as a homeless man in a makeshift campsite. Like I said, he he did some odds and ends. He lived with other people too. He actually lived, I think at one point, it was later after all this that he lived with like a priest or something, but I didn't <laughs> delve too much okay. into that. Anyway, he became the main suspect in Jennifer's case because of two eyewitnesses who said they saw, last saw Jennifer with a middle-aged man walking down the street and he had a green female bike with a basket on it. Hmm. And everybody knew that's the bike he, he always had with him. Mm-hmm. And so if you said, I saw a guy with a green bike, they'd be with a basket on it. They'd be like, Oh, that's Andre round. But uh, yeah. So they knew it was him. Um, he, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Oh, so while they were looking for Jennifer, in the woods. And I don't know where I wrote this, but I'm going to put it in right here. While they were looking for Jennifer in the woods, they, they looked everywhere, every inch, like they had hundreds of volunteers. They had dogs. They had, um, I, I think they might even had some military people, but I'm not quite sure on that. But anyway, people searched every inch you would think. Right. And then they went back and did another search and this guy's like, Hey, over here. So they go over and this woman who I know I have her name on here somewhere is like giving us a demonstration, the documentary people and saying like, they were these clay balls and they were just kind of sitting here. And then there was like, you could tell the dirt was kind of like fresh and messed with. And then they just kind of put these branches on top of it. So you could tell like that was a spot that we definitely wanted to dig and see if there was something there. Right. So they started digging and she said the smell again. Accident. Like, do I need to be worried? <laughs> she said the smell coming from that spot was horrendous. Oh God. Okay. And then in a, in a, in a, you know, this can make sense for this. Yeah. In a news, what the heck, another female name, which there's always a Megan somewhere. Yes. But this, this listen, okay. Well, no, there's not a Megan, but there's a a lot of missing and females. Um, 
But anyway, I don't know if there's Megan, but there's missing female. I mean, there's even missing people that they don't even have on the list. But okay, so they dug it up on a news segment that I was watching. They were like, they found the, you know, and they found an arm and a leg sticking out of the ground. But that's not what she. <laughs> That's not what she says. The woman that actually was there, she just said that she showed a demonstration of what the dirt looked like and blah, blah, blah. Then they started digging. They made everything, everybody back off. They wouldn't even let Jennifer's parents in the area. They made everybody stay away. Mm. And so um, this is where Andre ran. What the <laughs> fuck? It says, I, I got chills. It says killed. Okay, sorry. This is where Andre Rand comes in and they start investigating him and he was brought in for questioning, but released for lack of evidence. Rand was already on the radar of police because back in 1969, oh my God, you're going to die when you hear this. Back in 1969, he pled guilty to sexual misconduct with a nine-year-old little girl. Oh God. A crime which he denied. But it gets worse. I fucking hate that shit. After several weeks of surveillance in hopes of finding Jennifer alive, they arrest Rand at a church. One man on the documentary states that he had never seen a perp walk like the one he saw with Rand. I will get back to this perp walk, but let me, I know I'm going to talk about that. Oh, the woman name, the woman who did the search, her name was Donna. Okay. Donna. Oh, Donna. there you got my singing <laughs> she's holding my hand look at her are you proposing oh she's kissing give me kisses nope. <laughs> okay i am going to i want to skip guy i'm gonna skip okay down a little bit because you have to know why he's so hardcore not just because he's weird well, let me just keep going because I think I'll spring the surprise on you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like I'm going to spring the surprise on you. Um, okay. So after several weeks of surveillance, which that's what I said to you, this dog loves me. She does. She wants to go home with me. I think she does. <laughs> after several weeks of surveillance in hopes of finding Jennifer alive, they arrested Rand at the church, which I already said. One man in the documentary states... He had never seen a perp walk like this. Now, we will definitely have to put a picture of what he looked like. And I, I will even send it to you. But okay, I'm going to describe it to our listeners. Okay. He has a, map, a detective on one side, a detective on another side. He is, his head is down like this. His head's down. And he is like drooling out of the side of his Ew. mouth okay so there so he's a bald guy he's not real big or anything um he's like skinny yeah and he's okay. like completely drooling out of his you can you have to drool it's gross like, do they have him sedated well this is the thing and at this point when i see this and i'm at this point i'm like those fuckers just wanted to close a case they just wanted the community because the community it was a witch hunt and so I'm like, they oh, just okay. wanted to find somebody. They find this guy, homeless fits, guy. He fits the bill. They're like, he already has priors. Yeah, you know, we'll blame him. And there's still times that I'm like, they're fucking blaming this guy because they don't have anybody else. Right. Anyway, so yeah. And even when they put him in the back of the car, he is completely out of it. He is a zombie. 
It is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, but everybody can. Oh, it's so bored. Bored of my own story. story. But it's a really good story. It is a good story. I can't believe you're yawning. I know. Um, How dare you? I know. You asshole. Why are you yawning (laughs) at your own story? I don't know. I'm sorry. I really like it. Okay. Oh, nobody knows about that personality? Wait. Cheers. Okay, we didn't do that. I know. No, we did. Oh, all my grapes melted. By the way, they look like olives in there. Well, eyeballs. Well, eyeballs in there. <laughs> anyway, okay, so I already described that all to you. Some think he he just got crazy, like a crazy guy. Like they just like they the detectives just found a crazy guy mm-hmm. and and said he was the one. Like I just said, like they just were like, scapegoat, you fit the bill. Even while interviewing the detectives, wait a minute. That's oh. So while I was watching the documentary and the, this Joshua was interviewing the detectives. So they're, they're probably retired at this point and he's sitting on a porch interviewing them. I'm questioning, like, do they have the right person? Because the way. Are these the detectives that closed the case? Yes. And they're the original detectives. They're the ones that are holding him up at the stairs in that photograph that you're going to see. And yeah, I highly recommend you watch this documentary because it'll have you flip-flopping all over the place, but um, it'll also have you grossed out. Anyway, oh, Donna, the woman who led sheepers. I should have gave you coffee. Well, I also get like that when there's a lot of spirit coming around. Like when I'm doing readings, Mm -hmm. I'll start yawning like that when they start channeling through me, if there's a lot of them. Uh I'm just saying. Okay, so Donna, the woman who led the civilians who searched for Jennifer, kept returning to Willowbrook in hopes of finding the other children too. But she's the one because of her, I believe, is why Jennifer was found. Oh. Anyway. Um, okay, so she was found. They found we, her. That's oh, oh by oh, the yeah, way, yeah. sorry, that was who they dug up. Okay. Sorry, I should have clarified that. I know I have more written down here, and I was getting to that. Okay. So that. Right, that area with the dirt right sticks they found her there yeah the guy's like hey and so donna's like hey this is suspicious but they wouldn't even let jennifer's parents in that area i'm gonna have one of these (laughs) her face if you could see her face she keeps pushing my arm in one direction to scratch and and then looking around like are you watching are you watching Okay, so let me just read this to make sure I don't forget anything. Donna, the woman who led the civilians who searched for Jennifer, kept returning to Willowbrook in hopes of finding Jennifer. The woods were searched by thousands with dogs and in great great detail, ripping apart. Okay, keep going. We just got to keep going because. What the fuck? But this last search, Donna explains how a gentleman came across an area that looked suspicious. It looked like someone had patted the fresh dirt down and covered the area with leaves. I did say this. It was just a small space. Like it really was like this bit, like what, what am I showing you? Four by something. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't very big, Okay. but it's enough to make them like, Hey, this, this shouldn't be this way. Right. Something was off. Something was off. Okay, so yeah, the gentleman said it looks suspicious. It looked like someone had patted fresh dirt down and covered the area with leaves. It was just a small space, but they, they decided to check it out. 
and there they found the body of Jennifer. Okay. Then they decided to search the area for two more missing girls. Jennifer's body was found only 150 yards from Rand's, Mondre Rand's camp. Mm. The pressure was on for the district attorney as his community was outraged. That seems pretty convenient, though. Like, why would you shit where you sleep? Well, and here's the thing. Just and and the district attorney wanted he was getting ready to get out of there to retire. And so some think that he just wanted to wrap this up with a bow and look good moving out. But the community was outraged and wanted justice. However, the entire case on Rand was almost completely circumstantial. It was all completely circumstantial. I mean, it was all. They didn't have anything. Right. The district attorney only had the testimony. Look at me. (laughs) Scroll. (laughs) All they had was the testimony of eyewitnesses, which most will agree is not the most reliable. After the largest criminal trial in Staten Island, Staten Island history, Mm -hmm. like even now, I guess, Rand was convicted of kidnapping because jurors couldn't reach a verdict on murder charges. So murder charges were dismissed. He was sentenced to 25 years to life and is eligible for parole in 2008. Wow. But we're not done. Okay. Yeah. Because obviously <laughs> we're like way past 2008. Yeah, we're not done. Okay. Now that uh, Andre Rand has, has been convicted of Jennifer's kidnapping, the community wonders, could he also be connected to all the other missing children? So now they are out for blood. Each of these victims have one thing in common. I believe now some of these things that I was, this is the problem with like watching a lot of things. It messes with the Alice is one of the people. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) She's the first one that came up missing. Okay. Okay, so anyway, that's the first name that we got. Yeah. Oh my god, I got chills. Okay, so all of them have some kind of physical, mental, um, something disability, right? And um, like Down syndrome or muscular dystrophy or whatever. Okay. Okay. In 1972, five-year-old Alice Pereira Pereira vanished after her brother had left her alone for a moment. They were playing in a lobby of a building on the island reports also suggest alice may have been sighted in one of the parks rand was the prime suspect in this case due to his previous criminal record alice was never seen again that was in 1972 he was a prime suspect in 1972 wow okay now literally the year i was born really Literary. Lurry. 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 Uh-oh. Okay. My story is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In 1981, seven-year-old Holly Ann Hughes did not return home after going to the store to get a bar of soap. This is kind of fucked up and I don't understand this whole story. They don't mention it in this little blurb, but people were saying that, so she's seven years old. It's 1981. Something about her needing this soap because she was dirty and whatever, sending her to the store at 9 p.m. in the evening. And I only saw that on. How old was she? Seven. They sent her to the store. Right. I don't I'm not going to base anything on that. I need I didn't I didn't really delve into that. So I'm I'm not going to I because I really doubted that. Was she in that home? Was she in that? No. Okay. She lived. So she lived in uh, like an apartment type thing. 
anyway she was dirty so they sent her to the store to yeah she needed a bath soap. her legs were dirty go get some soap at seven at nine o'clock at night mm. i don't know i just have trouble with that one but okay. anyway they say uh, uh she, oh she went with her friend okay. to get some soap okay on um, i mean whatever andre ran if the store maybe the store was like right downstairs okay who knows andre ran pulled up to holly and People her do friend, weird things i guess I mean, I've, I I see kids really little walking the street all the time and it drives me insane. Andre Rand pulled up to Holly and her friend and pulled Holly into his Volkswagen and drove off with Holly. Her, oh, okay. So this one. Okay. So her parents um, filed a missing person report and the search was issued. When questioned, several eyewitness reported seeing Hughes with Rand. She was last seen with Rand and has not been seen again. In 2004, Rand was convicted of kidnapping Holly and Okay. Hughes. All right. All right. Um, that's because, what the, f- did we have one fly around? The thing is, or- that's also very weird. If you watch the documentary, you'll see. Um, there's the Volkswagen sitting there, and then somebody will say, see, it's there. He's, he came back to, to, to see his work or whatever. I, I didn't find it very credible. Doesn't he have a green bike? Where'd the Volkswagen come from? When all of a sudden does he have a green Volkswagen? Maybe his Volkswagen broke down. I don't know. Okay, so 19... 19- and he ended up with a bike. Okay. Maybe he had DUIs. Uh, 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 <laughs> maybe, of, maybe, maybe. All of these are very tied together in weird ways, though. Okay, okay in 1983, 11-year-old Tahisa... <laughs> Jackson mm-hmm. was reported missing after her mother had sent her to purchase drink. Okay. I'm, okay. You know what? Let's just it's, it's spirit, drink. spirit tells us to drink. We're going to drink. Oh, gold. Wow. Yours. Yours. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> you got it. All right. 1983. Okay. Uh, she was reported missing after her mother had sent her to the store to purchase food. And she had not returned. She was last seen uh, exiting the Mariners Harbor Motel in Staten Island on August 14th, 12 days after Rand was released from prison. Rand was questioned, but no charges were brought. Okay, so with this one, I believe it's this one where her brother said, because her brother was with her and he left her talking with a man. Right. He had said I was with her and then I left her, but she was talking, why the fuck would you leave your little sister talking to some strange fucking man? Right. Weird. Can you see that? No, but okay. So in 1984, Staten Island resident, Hank Okay. Why do you doubt yourself? I don't know. It's a hard name. (laughs) Was reported missing after he did not return home one night. uh, This Hank point. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty. <laughs> Hank was 21, mm-hmm. so he could he could go and sit in a cafe by himself. It's not a big deal. He had an IQ of like a 14 or 15 year old, but he was 21, or he was 22, something like that. 21, 22. Uh, he in one of the video shots. It's actually these documentary people that pointed out to the detectives do you not see how these people are connected right in this video of um this press conference 
Hank is standing behind this woman that's crying for her child saying, please help me find my child. Really? Yeah. And there's Hank and they're like, oh my, where, where, oh my God, we never saw that. So there's like these weird coincidences with all of these cases, like these things that match up. Like, I don't, it took these people to really make all the grew up on Staten Island yeah, to go like, duh, like, look, but, yeah, but detectives, when you're in the middle of something's it's hard to see the forest for the trees. Yeah, but you're a trained detective. You're supposed to be able to see right. those things. That's true. That's not even that hard. It's I, I mean, feel it's, like we should have your cousin so she could yes, give that us a little have been bit great. of perspective. I should have had her on this one. Darn it. All right. Hank was described as being slow and had an IQ um, in the 70s. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. At the time of his disappearance, he was 22. According to Cropsey documentary Gafforio, was 21 when he was allegedly kidnapped by Rand. Eyewitnesses reported last seeing Gafforio in a local diner uh, with Rand in the early morning hours. His body had never been found. In 1987, that was Jennifer, of course, Mm -hmm. as we know. Uh, It was a 30. uh, Let me just read this so I can make sure I get all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Jennifer Schweiger. (laughs) Alarm. Okay. I feel like I have to look at my camera for some, I mean, is that what it's telling us? I don't know. Is my cat okay? Check, check, <laughs> check, check, check. Okay. Oh, cheers. But I think your cat's alive. I was trying to find her. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are Oh, wait, you? there she is. I think that's her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. All right, that's all I care about. All right, let's finish the story. Okay, you were talking about? Jennifer. Um, Jennifer. Okay, so... She was reported missing July 9th. Witnesses spotted Jennifer walking with Rand. Her body was found underground after 35, after the 35th day of searching. While combining the area around Willowbrook State School, a particular spot caught the eye of a retired New York firefighter. Oh, I didn't know it was him. George Kramer. He returned with the police. The entire body was unearthed from the shallow grave and the remains were positively identified as those of Schweiger. Police searched the grounds. Stones. Hmm. What if they're talking about, Jesse? Talking about the ground. Well, but, okay. okay. Um, the evidence, because I think of Jesse when I read this. Okay. The evidence, uh, uh, and, and found one of Rand's have another drink. Yeah. Makeshift campsites in proximity of Schweiger's grape, which I told you was a hundred proximity. But like it's a proximity. 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 Okay. Prox. Did I even say proximity? You... It's not written on here. I think I said proximity, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not even on here. Where where did I even get that? All right. Another very disturbing incident. Okay. So this is what I was going to tell you. So my God, when was this? Did I not write the date? Years ago, before the Jennifer thing, Rand went and picked up. So they interviewed this guy, one of the kids that got picked up. Rand went, there were all these kids playing basketball and whatever in their little area. Uh And Rand pulls up in this little bus and he tasks the kids if they want to go. Uh, oh, they were from. Please don't tell me it was a short bus. Well, right, no, these kids actually were not mentally 
challenging okay. or anything. Well, what kind of little bus? He's driving a bus? Just some kind of bus. They just said some kind of Wait. little bus. Maybe a van. I don't know. Rand was. Not his Volkswagen? No. Not his bicycle? No. This is now bus. he's got a bus. Well, this is before the bicycle. Okay. And before the Volkswagen. <laughs> this is before any of the abductions, I think. Abductions. See, I can't even talk. I just said abductions. That's okay. All right. Another very disturbing is. Okay. There was a group of 11 children from the YMCA located on Staten Island. Oh, in a school bus. Purchased a meal. He purchased a meal for them without, I can barely see you. Without a, oh, MCA. Okay, so purchased a meal for them without the consent of any of their parents and took them. So this guy, let me just tell you what this guy said. This is one of the guys, this is, he was the little kid that was one of the kids. He was like, listen, we didn't know. We didn't know that we were about to be kidnapped. He just said, hey, you guys want to go on a trip? And we were like, sure. So he um, had these kids on this bus and he took them to Newark, Liberty International Airport in the state of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. None of the children were harmed in this encounter, but Rand was apprehended, thank God, <laughs> and served 10 months in jail for unlawful, unlawful imprisonment. You know what? I almost wonder if they were already in the bus, but he described it, the kid described it that they were just playing around uh-huh. and he was like hey you guys want to go on a trip and they were like okay you want to go get some ice cream okay stranger danger yeah but they he's like we had no idea that we were about to be kidnapped just please tell me they have the right guy well let's let's continue anyway i, I want you to make up your own mind okay. it, so knowing this knowing all of this though put put the pieces together because this is what i was doing I was flip-flopping back and forth. But then as I started putting the piece, even if they don't have the right guy, they got a guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> a bad guy. It fucking sounds like it. But I, as time went on through this documentary, you were like, he is twisted as fuck. And I think they got the right guy. According to the Cropsy documentary, some people, along with detectives, I need a drink of wine. I'm getting okay. a little dry in the mouth. <laughs> oh, that wasn't very loud. It was like, well, Dip. there we go. Mm. Go. All right. According to the Cropsey documentary, some people, along with detectives, speculated that Rand may have been involved with Satanism. Oh. Right. And they said, they- okay, is this that satanic panic shit? Like everybody in the 80s was involved with Satanism? Well, there was a or cult. Or was it real? No, there, real, there really was a cult there. Okay. And they said uh, that some of the children were sacrificed in that, but, and there really was a cult and there was a woman that I guess came forward who was part of the cult and something happened. Uh, there were death th- threats and stuff against her, but the, in the documentary, they actually going to interview somebody who was a member, but they interview this weird ass detective. And I swear I would be like, it's you. You're the one. He's creepy. He is the detective. Creepy. He's the one that in the movie, he's the one that did it. Oh my God. I'm not kidding. So I he there he he had this weird ass laugh. And when they would be like, So 
what do you think about the Santanic thing? Was, and the, was he, he like the manager from the Cecil Hotel? <laughs> yes. I think, no, I think that he is part of this cult or something because he was trying to get them off of the cult subject. So they would say, what do you think about, like, do they, is, was there such thing as them um, sacrificing children? And he said, yeah, I am not going to comment on that. It was like he was covering up for the Santanic cult people Mm -hmm. so they'd say well did you investigate it he's like you know no i didn't even give it any attention or maybe he just doesn't believe in that shit what you need to watch it okay because when you watch it you're gonna be like he is either a hardcore member he's like the leader of the cult he's like (laughs) or he's the one that's fucking taking these kids because he's freaky creepy I'm not kidding. Okay. If he doesn't give you the weebie jeebies, right. I don't know. All right. Anyway, there were people who also thought, oh, Carly, you're so boring, thought that Rand was not alone in the commission. Oh, my God. Yeah. They no didn't think. Addict. Huh? Says no addict. Oh. They didn't think that Rand was alone. They Because they thought it was really weird that they searched that whole property. Right. In 35 days. They did not see that one area. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, look, she's right here. Like plain as day. Mm -hmm. They just thought that was really weird. The theory is he had somebody working with him. And while he's being detained, they're moving her around. And then eventually they bury her and put her there. Boom, we found her. So anyway, many believe he was passing the children around to his friends Ew, in the underground okay. network of homeless and mentally disabled people Yuck. living in the tunnel system of the f- former Willowbrook State School. Gross. In 2004, Ran was again brought to trial. This time he was charged with kidnapping um, Holly Ann Hughes 23 years earlier. There's no statute of limitations in New York for first degree kidnapping, which made this charge possible. A jury convicted Rand of the kidnapping in October 2004, and he was sentenced to another consecutive 25 years to life in prison. He will become eligible for parole in 2037. He will be 93 years old. What the hell? Now, listen, 93 years old. He'll be 93. And let me just tell you, so the only reason this came up, this Holly thing, I believe, he they didn't want him released. He was up for parole. And they were like, fuck no. Oh, God, Carlene. They were like, fuck no. We got to like, hey, what about the Holly Ann Hughes case? I mean, we can get him on that. Right. And there's no statue. And so that'll hold him for another 25 years to life. And that's what they did. It's kind of <sighs> fucked up. Yeah, it is. Anyway, according to Rand's sister, okay, so they went, they interviewed a whole bunch of people that knew him. They find this woman who's his sister. She's like, listen, I don't know him. He only contacts me when he wanted something. I know nothing about him. And she makes it very clear that her and her brother never had suffered. They didn't suffer any trauma from like child abuse or sexual abuse or any. They had a pretty normal life other than their mother. Um, so their dad died when Rand was 14 years old and his mother was institutionalized at Pilgrim Psychiatric Center in Brentwood, New York. It just so happens when they were t- 
teenagers, they would visit her. Okay. She wasn't there permanently. This is Rand's sister, right? This is Rand's mother. Mother. Sister's telling us about this. But she wasn't there permanently. She was just there. She went through a hard time and she would be there and they'd go and visit her. But she makes it like other than that, seemed like she was a pretty decent mom. Mm -hmm. But they say that this Pilgrim Psychiatric Center um, and Willowbrook are almost almost identical in the way that they are built Mm -hmm. like the same cafeteria the same the same setup same floor plan same everything okay so keep that in mind okay anyway because my theory is that because his mom he had he first of all he loses dad at 14 which is pretty important age for a boy right he loses dad and then his mom kind of goes wackadoodle. He ends up having to go and visit her in institutions. I think he forms this weird, like he doesn't want anybody to have to suffer that way. So then he goes and works in an institution that's identical to the one that his mom's his mom was in. I think he killed these kids so they didn't suffer the same fate as his mom. Do you know what I mean? Like he looked at it as I'm saving you. Right. I think he was just fucked up enough to think that. Okay. Anyway. So also in the documentary, at first you might waver a bit as if the town was on a witch hunt, like I said, and if, and they found this man who was already strange and already had a shady past and was used him as a scapegoat. Well, but as the documentary goes on and you watch the directors try to get some kind of interview with him, did we have a fart? I don't Cough. taste it yet. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go like, <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Was it you? You smelled it. You dealt it. No. Nope. Listen, I'll know. <laughs> Listen, if I farted, I'd tell you. If I farted, I'd be laughing my ass off. Right. I would definitely tell you. All right. She's so happy. I'm not getting a whiff of it yet, so I'm pretty happy about I, it. It just kind of just okay. By. Um, director, the directors try to get some kind of interview with Rand, right? So they try and get some kind of interview with Rand. So they're constantly like they doing letters back and forth with him, right? Constant right. letters back and forth, and the letters just get progressively more weird. And so they start out with like him kind of giving like, "This is how it's going to go." Like, you're going to send me this. You're going to send me that. We're going to do it in this kind of envelope. It's going to be very formal. And they're like, okay, he's letting us know this is how it's going to go. Then as it gets further into it, he's like quoting Bible quotes. He's getting like weird, very weird. Then he finally says, yeah, I'll create Because this is the whole reason they're even conversing with him is they're trying to set up a jailhouse interview for the documentary. And so to get his side, like, what do you want to say? Like, how are you framed? Like what's happening? So he, he, at one point says, as long as I'm in here and directors want to talk to me, I'm going to be the devil Ooh. because evil sells. It does. It does. And he's like, so I will always be this way because they're going to make movies about me. Assuming he's just going to keep making money off of it, whatever. Right. So he finally says, okay, I'll agree to see you guys come on over. So he loves to manipulate. So they go over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They go to see him. They drive all the way out there. Right. They go through security. 
And then he says, no, another one. It's not me. No, okay. that's a shorty. That's an it's old a, lady is fart. Is it the old lady fart? Yeah, okay, I'm just going to do this so I can finish. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I can breathe into this. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm so afraid I'm going to taste it. <laughs> that's already <laughs> good. Finish. Sorry. Yeah, so they get there and he's like, no, I don't want to see them. So you see them coming out of the parking lot and they're like, he wouldn't see us. Well, when they talked to that weirdo detective, he had done the same thing to him too. Ew. He had done the same thing to others where he taunts them back and forth, back and forth. And then he finally says, okay, yeah, you can come and see me. And then when they get there, after waiting and waiting for hours, he'll say, no, I don't want to see him. Hmm. It's a game. He manipulates people. And so what they did was they didn't answer any of his communications after that point. They were like, nope, like you don't get rewarded for that. Right. Absolutely not. Then there's voicemails of him calling them and saying, hey, uh, yeah, I sent you guys mail. How come you haven't responded? Okay. I'm just wondering what's I think going he's on. The guy. I think they got the right thing. When yes. Okay. So when that all started happening, that's when I was like, he fucking did it. Right. He is Looney Tunes. Well he's Looney Tunes, but he also sounds like he's a little cagey too because he's like yeah. yeah. He's he wants he's, he's obviously a manipulator. intelligent enough to manipulate. He's yeah. He's intelligent enough to use the tunnel system at Willowbrook and to kidnap these kids that are, I mean, he was able to get away with it for a long time. I think he is 100 and he was smart enough to kidnap that whole bus of children right? and then realize, wait a minute. Yeah, this isn't going to work. Service 10 months and like reanalyze and revamp his way of doing things. I don't think he's stupid at all. I think he plays mental and drooling oh yeah and i think that oh, yeah. was all a, i don't think they sedated him i think he did that going to, circling back yeah for fucking get sure. it yeah. okay that's why i had to like make yeah. you go through the whole thing okay because and that's what the documentary does it kind of takes you through the whole thing and you're like that's fucked up but what are they and then you're kind of it's like mind fucking you a little right. bit and then in the end you're like oh he fucking did it yeah, right i know <laughs> anyway cropsy i i uh highly recommend you guys yeah watch it so is it on netflix it is on uh, kind of everything it's on roku it's on prime it's on was that tubby Tubi, whatever okay um it's kind of on everything but yeah i think i watched it on prime so where does the boogeyman come into this well because because you said you sent me that text well they called him the boogeyman okay. because that was part of the legend okay urban legend it was they named the boogeyman and the hook man, right? It was okay. the hook man, the boogeyman, Cropsy. Okay. Okay. I mean, his name's not Cropsy. I get it. Those were all the nicknames that they used to describe this pendant. urban legend. It says pendant. Was it good? She like yeah. It? Fuck yeah. That was a good that fucking was, story, yeah. Carlene. Carlene, you pulled one out of the hat. I know. It, it was a hat trick. My, it wasn't on my list. Yeah. And they do have movies. Um, I didn't write them down, but there are movies, the burning, the burn that are kind of like made from this urban legend come true story. Mm. I wouldn't watch them, obviously, because, you know, I don't watch that shit, but I got the drift. Like uh, one of them actually uses the whole hook man thing, right. boogeyman deal, but they call him Cropsy. Ugh. 
So anyway, yeah, make sure you watch the documentary, Cropsy. I'm definitely going to go watch that. Yeah, it's actually very interesting. And I think it's won some awards and stuff. That's a good one. Yeah, for a minute there, I didn't think he was guilty. Like I I thought they had the wrong guy. It's pretty mysterious. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I was feeling. I was like, anyway, that's my story. That's your story. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. Good job, Craig. I knew I could pull one out of my ass. <laughs> yeah, I was just shocked that it wasn't one on my list. I just came to it. I'm proud of myself. Good job. <laughs> I even did a bite lip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. This, this is the part where we're going to take a little break and then Party. we will be back After with this. my story. We're back. We're back. Door open. Oh my god. All right. That was a good story, Carly. Really, really good. That was a fun break. Yeah. I feel like the sweaty balls people right now. (laughs) Hello. Hi. That was a fun break. It was great. Yeah, it was. It was real good. I I especially enjoyed the sweaty balls. Scaring the shit out of people. Scaring the shit out of somebody it was real fun. That it was, was real so fun. fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so I'm really I'm excited to hear. I'm really excited to hear your story. And to my story. Now that I'm <laughs> thoroughly drunk and yeah. I'm not used to doing story number two. <clears throat> yeah. You're welcome to my fun. world. Yes. Okay. Let's uh, uh toast. Ding. toast. Ding. We don't get the the classic okay. ting because my cup is plastic and Why are you stainless steel because I like it it keeps oh. it cold oh you did that <laughs> Fuck, you are all into scaring me <laughs> all right so like I said we're drinking the double black cabernet sauvignon the double black double Just black kidding. double back double bud the bud the bud and there's a reason yeah and the reason is we are your, doing the, the, your story scary as shit. That's why the dogs bite me because she's like, I'll protect you. The fucking black eyed children. B E K. Nope. Black eyed kids for short or B K for short. I never heard of that until never? you mentioned it. Never? No. Never. And I am okay with that. I don't know why you have to introduce me to this fucked well, up bullshit. Okay. Well, it just says hair. Is my hair messed up? Well, mine is. I keep messing with it. Okay. Um. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, go ahead. Maybe those are some of the... <clears throat> oh, did you get that? Alice was one of the people. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. So my story, like I said, is about... I bet the- these grapes... I'm sorry. I bet these grapes are super full of alcohol right now. Oh, my God. If you picked them out of there, you'd be super drunk. Yeah. Eat all right, them so, all. I'm so- <laughs> Eat them. All right. All right. Yum, 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 Okay, go ahead. So like I said, my story is about the urban legend of the Black-Eyed Children, also known as the Black-Eyed Kids or B-E-K. So if you're listening at home alone, make sure. Oh, our mics are freaking out. Yeah. I will say, isn't it weird? What did that say? Change. Ooh. Is it weird that we both picked urban legends? Yeah, it is really weird. And mine actually has some paranormal. I didn't find a lot of credible stuff. I didn't dig for it right but maybe next time i'll find some paranormal maybe on it 
Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Anyways, so if you're listening from home alone, make sure and lock your doors. Grab your safest blankie. Yeah. And your drink of choice. Wait, can we pause for a second? Uh oh. No. Last night, I went outside to turn on my pool and I hear this blood curdling scream of a woman coming down the street. Like I just hear, I hear it from down the street. I don't know where. And I think, you know, you just kind of think that people are goofing off. Right. It just kept getting worse and worse. And then I swear I kept hearing her say, help me. Mm-hmm. Like first it was just, ah, it's that one where like the back of your throat is like, ah. right. and so it was blood curling. And so then it, it kept happening. It kept happening. And then I kept, I heard, help me, help me. The only other time that happened, a woman was murdered by her husband at our, by our house. And we were the only ones who called 911. It was only after the news game that everybody, huh? Did you call? I did call the police last night and was first I text Connor. I'm like, I swear I hear a woman screaming bloody murder right now. And so I ran out front to see if I could hear it more clearly. (laughs) So you can go, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't hear her. Like it stopped. Yeah. And so I ran back in the backyard thinking, well, it must be like Southwest of me. Right. And so I texted Connor, like, do you hear it? And he said, I don't hear. I said, it sounds like it stopped. So he jumps in his car and is driving around to see if he can hear or see anything. And I'm like, spirit plugs up my ear while it's happening. So then I know something serious. Right. So then while I'm, I called police. It's really going to town right now. I called the police and they're like, yeah, we're going to come and check it out. We'll just check it out. It's no big deal. It wasn't a, a hefty night. And there were officers already in the neighborhood. So they went and checked it out. I don't know if anything ever came of it because they didn't call me. I told them not to. But spirit kept plugging up my ear like two more times. And that's usually when they're trying to really get my attention. Catherine, Get the fudge out. Is that something? Well, first of all, my aunt's name is Catherine, who's on the other side. But also that story I did last time, Mm -hmm. Catherine was one of the characters in the story. Um, anyway, but yeah. So what if that's the name of the woman that was screaming last mm-hmm. night? Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? Yeah. If it and was. Connor's like, well, I checked on the next door app and I looked, I, you know, whatever. And I'm like, it wouldn't matter because when that murder happened, the right. woman was shot to death by her estranged has- husband. I'm two blocks away. And we were the only ones to call the police. Once the news people are out there, then everybody's like, yeah, we heard this and blah, blah, blah. Not one single neighbor of hers called the police. Interesting. So anyway, it wouldn't surprise me that this poor, who, whatever was happening, somebody could have gotten out. No, I don't know. Anyway, nothing was on next door. No, no. I feel like everything's Everything's on next next door. door. Oh, they'll put, if they see a guy riding a bike with a backpack, but they won't put that a girl was screaming down the street. Help me. Yeah. It's all those tweakers riding their bikes with right. backpacks. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I forgot to it's tell okay. you that story and it was pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted. All right. So you haven't heard, you never heard no. of the Black Eyed Children. This is okay. all brand new, exciting, just gross, scare me, scare the hell out of me story. So let's just hope if any of you guys out there that are listening, if you've ever heard of the Black Eyed Children, it's not from personal experience. So no one knows what they really are, but everyone seems to agree on one thing. 
they are not actually children and they are not human. Do people claim that they actually (laughs) office? Wait again, my office. Yeah. Okay. Look, can you see it? Can you see it? Look, look at my hair standing up. Can you see it? Yeah. It's like I have a lot of hair. Um, you gonna take a picture? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Hurry. It's going down. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, it's getting down. It's going down. That gave me a freaky. I think it went down. <clears throat> anyway, you're kind of freaking me out with this. So has anybody actually seen one of them? Yes. Yes. In real life. All the encounters are actually in person. Get the fuck out. Yes. Wait, because I don't want to attract this. Okay. <laughs> we are saging ourselves before I leave here. Tonight. Okay. I, I would appreciate that. That would yeah. be awesome. Okay. okay. I have sage ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And some Palo Santo. To Can you? The- okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes, uh, I will. I, okay. Yes. Like I'm telling you, like, yes. okay. <laughs> I do stories like this and I never get creeped out. We never get this much action on the ghost box either. I never get creeped out. Uh-uh. So then I had this thing going on with the dogs yeah oh yeah the weird shit it was while i was listening to this shit no yeah i kid you not like all morning long that morning okay you take look 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 and then (laughs) i'm scared when my hair stands up like this that's when i get freaked out so this morning i'm just like listening to i think it was like a youtube or something yeah but i'm taking a shower but i was just like trying to like get points of the story i will not watch this stuff in the shower or listen to this stuff in the shower because that's where i do my stuff but i'm listening to it on google and then all of a sudden if anybody else has a google out there you know it goes that makes that little boom boom oh right when it's like listening to you and wants to like (gasps) here's you say hey google right right okay but you didn't say anything i didn't say anything (laughs) And our mics are freaking out. Yeah. They were not freaking out like this no, when I was telling my story. They had stopped. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. And I'm freaking out. Okay. And that says coat or goat. Coat. Okay. If it said goat, I'd freak the fuck out. <laughs> okay. The stories and descriptions. Of these oh my God. I changed the goat. No, I'm just kidding. Stop it. <laughs> Colleen. Oh, hilarious stories and descriptions of these children are similar in so many ways right down to the monotone voices the heavy methodic knocking like what did i tell you when i got here about my house guests yeah i was thinking that exact (laughs) when you said it Uh -uh. i was like oh my god i want to circle back to this no okay no yep no no the knocking no which is almost is so rhythmic like it's not like it's more like Yeah. Yeah. It just come in threes. I don't know. I bet it does. It doesn't own. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Stop it. Go- Stop. Listen, we are freaking out because the first of all, the ghost box just does not go off this much. It, it usually we're like, oh, is it gonna say something? It's gonna wait a minute, blah blah blah. Uh root. It is like I am Groot. I am root. <laughs> it is going off like alarm. Set alarm again. 
uh, one word after another. It's not even taking a break. No, it just keeps going. To me, that's really unusual. No, it stayed on the same word like while you were doing your story. Oh, no. Computer? Computer. It's staring right at the computer. I mean, it's just bizarre that it's just like continuously changing. It's having a conversation with us. Anyway, I'm so sorry. It has been all night, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the heavy methodic knocking the strange clothing, which is kind of out of place, time and place. Mm. Um, like, so like if it's 19, if it's 2021, right. The strange clothing would be like, like 1955. Yeah. Is that what or you're saying? Like 1920s page okay. boy okay. haircut. And uh, okay. like, like the, like, I picture the bangs that are like yeah. this. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. God. Why am I picturing it? Cause you're like pulling <laughs> the image right out of my brain. I don't want to. Okay. And then that their skin is very pale. Mm-hmm. Like white. Yes. But the most noticeable feature no. is the eyes. You know what? Like there's a pinch in my back right here. <gasps> I'm not wearing my cross. Why aren't you wearing a cross? I always wear my cross here. Should I light that Palo Santo Fuck. right now? It's all, all right. right. <laughs> all the people that are like, Wait, don't believe just... in this shit are totally rolling their eyes right now at us. They're <laughs> like, oh my God, stop you guys. Stop. Okay. But listen, you have to experience what we've experienced. What was the last part that you said? Okay. The pale skin. It's right. almost deathly, like unreal looking. Mm-hmm. And then the eyes. Yeah. Which are the most noticeable feature, but <laughs> they don't notice them. What is this? It says ears. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's nothing about ears. No. Okay. <laughs> the eyes yeah so at some point in every encounter the person comes to the realization that these children's eyes are black and devoid of any light blackness encompasses blackness encompasses even the whites of their eyes where the yeah yeah like where your the the white part of your eye is it's all black which is called your sclera oh very good all black that's sick yes and that's freaky yeah okay is there a place that you might encounter these children no it seems to be all over the united states uh, uh, like not in the forest in the dark no by an usually, asylum well <laughs> it may be on the road like they're usually they're panhandling or hitchhiking get the fuck or out of here. at your front door get the f- stop it i'm kidding you not at night or like in a, the day um at night and sometimes in the day okay stop it yeah they usually make a request to be let in. No. Yes. I take it the fuck out of here. Yeah. I can't see your eyes. <laughs> well, at first they don't see their eyes. They don't. Mm. This isn't the first thing that they really notice about them. They're oh. just kind of more weirded out that they're little kids. The requests that they're like oh. making. They the request that they're making requires the person to give permission or allow entrance, like either into their vehicle or into the home. Do not let any child that again, it says root. Do not let any child enter your car or your home. If you can't see their face. Yeah. And especially if they have black eyes, Yeah, depending on the situation, they either ask for a ride or if they're at your doorstep, they ask to come in and use your phone. And in one case, they actually asked to use a telegraph. Okay, so get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Who the fuck has a telegraph? Oh, no. I don't know. But let me just say if a little kid wanted a ride or to come into my house, I'd say no. Already, I'm boring you. <sighs> no, but I would say no because 
No, you're not really. Just stay here on the doorstep. Do you yeah. hear me make a phone call? And I'll call you? the I'll police. Make... Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, I'm not going to be accused of doing something freaky. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Okay. I know I've told the story a million times. And for the people that are obviously going back and listening to every episode from episode one, you've heard me tell a story about when me and my sister like encounter stranger oh, danger. Right. Yes. And we asked to use somebody's phone. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't want to go in their house. And they obviously didn't invite us in. Mm. They brought the phone out to us. Yeah. That's a real person. Yeah. So anyways and then another encounter and then 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 there was this man and then and then and then what happened was another encounter they actually asked to come in and read i just want to come in and read wait you who what that's what they say? Well, they just like make these strange requests. I just want to come in like and they're read. trying to, it's almost like they're trying to impersonate. Do you want to see what I would do? A human, dropkick them into <laughs> fucking I'd go, oblivion? I'd go like this. <laughs> here's a magazine, go read. <laughs> fetch, <laughs> fetch. Look it, here's a Christmas treat. Go get it. Is that, your, is that your puppy? Is that your puppy over there? <laughs> <gasps> What's that say? Fire. Yes. Well. Well, we've had some fires. We have some major fires. But can I just say our sunsets are beautiful? Oh, yeah. Is it bad that I like our sunsets so much because of the fires? Yeah. I mean, God was it a globe? Sun- it was huh? a globe somewhere around that area. There was a fire. Mm. Well, there's know. fires all over right now. And yeah. our sunsets are beautiful because, listen, I will say, can we just take a little time? I feel so bad for the firefighters. Oh, yeah. It's. Did you see that like fire I just that said, happened? Over- I said earlier, it's fucking Satan's asshole out there. <laughs> no. And add that to like all that equipment that they wear and, and being in. Oh my God. No. Well, did you see that fire that happened at the recycle plant? There was like, oh, we saw so many recycle. When we were like coming back plants. into Phoenix. We saw it. Yeah. It was humongous. It was a six, six alarm fire. Anyway, they had hundreds of firefighters and all I kept thinking was, they are so hot. I feel and this so is bad before for them. this week because this week is hot. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, you know, I listen, know. if people are used to us, they're yeah. used to us. Look at, we've already established we, the fact that both of us have ADD like a motherfucker. We've had a, and quite it's not a bit even of wine. A joke. It's really like we really <laughs> have ADD. We've had some wine and that wine yeah. and wine. Mm, wine mm. sweaty wine well we have we have little green balls in our wine <laughs> they were uh frozen balls but mm. just chew on some balls right now mm. while i finish telling my story mm-hmm. all right i think because i'm creeped out by your story i'm deflecting you are you do that <laughs> you seem to do that i do i'm sorry i need to be more kind <laughs> <laughs> yes be more kind be more kind all right in most all cases a person or persons that encounter them get a very overwhelming feeling of dread that comes over them during or before the interaction in most almost every encounter the person telling the story is the only witness like nobody else seems to right. notice 
their existence. So like, it would be you opening the door, this little kid saying like, Hey, do you have something I can read? And my nosy neighbor across the street has no idea what happened. No. Yeah. You would just, yeah, no, nobody catches it on the ring. No, the ring like dysfunctions because they have that way of messing with the energetic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I did not wish that on her or me. So goodbye. <laughs> I don't even know where you were with that. <laughs> and almost okay. In every encounter, <laughs> <laughs> we have liftoff, folks. We are both drunk. <laughs> I just <laughs> not putting that out there. <laughs> okay okay and in also in every encounter where they are refused they become terrifyingly persistent like pushy you have to let us in what like that kind of persistent like and you shut the door and they bang on the door like i had some uh, magazine salespeople that did that like it's been so quiet the last year and a half we haven't even had (laughs) jehovah witnesses (laughs) Well, they, no, they send letters in the mail. Yeah. Now. Oh my god. Like handwritten letters. Thing. Yeah. I'm like, <clears throat> but I'm getting. Oh, I've gotten nine calls a day from numbers that even when I block them, they're still they'll find other ways to call me that are trying to suck by your house. Probably. I don't know what they. What else? The robo calls. Oh yeah. I, my like mail is full of people trying to like give us offers for our this house. This one right now. called me. They call me in a row and they'll call me from a number in Benson, Globe, Grand Canyon. And like, what? oh, you tricked me. <laughs> You're not going to catch me slipping. I keep blocking the numbers and they keep finding other numbers to call me from. It's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry. But they could be those children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, they found a modern way knock. to call me. <laughs> knock. Knock. Okay. Also, the people telling these stories relate that they felt oddly compelled to comply with the request against their better judgment (gasps) or against their own will. Come on. What happens to these people? Okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm scared. They're usually, these kids are usually in groups or two, three, four groups. Groups? I thought they were just one It's not ever one singular child. It's you made it two, sound like it was one kid no, that shows up at the like door. Two children of the corn the showing up at here. your door. I don't want to hear anymore. This is scaring me. This is worse than like the shining. We can put the sage right here. I don't like this. I don't <laughs> like usually, this. Okay. And they're usually between the ages of six and 16. What? Yeah. Creepy. Well, that fits right? about the age. So no, we're dealing with oh, over here. Okay. Yeah. This <laughs> is come, true. You, you your other children me? of the corn. <laughs> All right. There seems to be some disagreement over how far back these visitations begin. There are stories that go back to maybe the 1950s or before that. And some people say that they span through like time. Well, let them stay in the 50s. Yeah. And then I swear to God, if you tell me there's any. So there's stories in the 70s and there's stories in the 80s as well. However, most agree that journalists, journals, journalists, journalists, okay what is this guy saying it still says fire see that see that's what it usually does it just stays on that one thing 
Okay. However, I think you might need to squirt me with that bottle. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you a story about my grandson, but like we're already like at two hours and something, but most of that can be cut out. All right. Most agree that journalist Brian Bethel was perhaps the first to document his account in 1996. And since then, the flood of encounters has been documented to paranormal investigators, journalists, and chat rooms. And the urban legend was given its legs. Wait, 1996? Yeah. This journalist was like, hey, this happened to me. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, he was like in a... like kind of like a a chat room like a like email what like do you believe it i don't know am i is this gonna be a carlene the the story i just have carlene Carlene, put your fillers out (laughs) no i don't want to fill these guys out all right and then some people think that it's just creepy pasta gone wild something like slender men have you ever heard of slender man oh, yeah and you know what I, I meant to mention candy man in my story oh yeah i and that's was candy man in that candy one uh-huh mm-hmm. oh really yeah okay all right okay before i go into this some of the theories as to what these creatures may be i'm going to read some of the first hand accounts and i'll start with brian bethel's story which happens in abilene texas without further ado One evening, he's out late, and he pulls over in a parking lot to write a check when someone knocks on his driver's side window. Like, there's a whole story that goes into why he's pulled over and writing this check. It has to Mm. do with, like, who he's working for at the time, and he has to make this payment, and he's here late at night. He's like, okay, I got to go write this check. In the backdrop, there's a movie theater. Like, like a drive-in? The, the marquee of the dr- movie. Yeah. No, it's a movie theater. Oh, okay. The marquee of the movie theater is he's actually using the light of the marquee to write his oh, check. Okay. All right. Okay. So and, given- is there a year on this? Did you already 1996. say 1996. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So he's writing this check. Yeah. And then. Get the fudge out of here on his window. Yeah. No. He looks and sees and two children are staring at him. That could have happened to us yeah. when we were in the desert. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what the shadow was. <laughs> <laughs> shadow man. He writes, both appeared to be in the semi-mystical stage of life. Children get into where you can't exactly tell their age. Mm, yeah. Both were boys. And my initial impression is that they were somewhere between 10 and 14. Mm. One boy took the lead and the other looked down and didn't speak during the entire conversation. Boy number one was slightly taller than his companion, wearing a pullover hooded shirt with a sort of gray check pattern and jeans. I couldn't see his shoes. I mean, he goes into so much detail. Yeah, like he really saw this. He really. So he has olive colored and he's olive colored and had curly medium length brown hair, exuded an air of quiet confidence. They didn't appear to be related, at least directly. Oh, great. I thought. They're going to hit me up for money. Mm. And then the air changed. I've explained this before, but for the benefit of any new lurkers out there, right before I experience something strange, there's a change in perception that comes about when my hair is standing up right here. Literally, I can feel it like static. Um, there's a chain, change in perception that comes about, which I describe in the above manner. It's basically enough time to know it's too late. 
No. So there I was filling out a check in my car, which was still running. And in a sudden panic over the appearance of the two little boys, I was confused, but an overwhelming sense of fear and unearthliness rushed in nonetheless. And this seems to be like our overarching theme in all of these stories is that this fear, Mm. like I explained before, Um, the spokesman smiled. And the sight, for some inexplicable reason, that chilled my blood. I could feel the fight or flight response kicking in. Something I knew instinctually was not right, but I didn't know what it could possibly be. I think that the fact that they're showing themselves as kids confuses that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I have coffee if you want me to pause. I'm not. It's that thing that I started. I think it's the wine. All right. Although this happens when I do reading sometimes too. Yeah. All right. I rolled down the window very, very slightly and asked, yes. The spokesman smiled again, broader this time. His teeth were very, very white. Really? I didn't expect to hear that. I would expect some funky looking teeth. He says, hey, mister, what's up? Yeah, we have a problem, he said. His voice was that of a young man, but his diction was quiet and calm. Something I still couldn't put my finger on made my desire to flee even greater. Weird. You see, my friend and I want to see the film, but we forgot our money. He continued, we need to go to our house to get it. Want to help us out? That's That's what it sounds. That's what this is what I like picture. Uh, Well, was the best reply I could offer. Now, here's where it starts getting strange, like it wasn't strange already. The quiet companion looked at the spokesman with a mixture of confusion and guilt on his face. Mm. He seemed in some ways shocked, not with his friend's brisk manner, but that I didn't just immediately open the door. Oh. He eyed me nervously. The spokesman seemed a bit perturbed, too. I still was registering something wrong with both. Come on, mister, the spokesman said smooth as silk car salesman could learn something from this kid (laughs) now be dead (laughs) now we just want to go to our house and we're just two little boys that really scared me (laughs) why would he he need to say we're just two little boys yeah i could see that no shit motherfucker that's weird wait what does that say ella Hmm. all right That really scared me. Something in the tone and diction again sent off alarm bells. My mind was frantically trying to process what it was perceiving about the two figures that was wrong. Uh, um, Was all I could manage. I felt myself digging my fingernails into the steering wheel. Hmm. What movie were you going to see? I asked finally. Mortal Kombat, of course, the spokesman said. The silent one nodded in affirmation, standing a few paces behind Oh, I said, I stole a quick glance at the marquee and at the clock in my car. Mortal Kombat had been playing for an hour at the last showing of the evening. What? Yeah. So, yeah. The silent one looked increasingly nervous. I think he saw my glances and suspected that I might be detecting something was not above board. Come on, mister. Let us in. We can't get in your car until you know. You know, the spokesman said soothingly. Mm -hmm. I just let us... Just let us in and we'll be gone before you know it. Mm -mm. We'll go to our mother's house. Mm -mm. We locked eyes. To my horror, I realized my hand had strayed toward the door lock, which was engaged and was in the process of opening it. 
I pulled away probably a bit too violently, but it did force me to look away from the children. Oh my God. Without? Yeah. I turned back without souls. (laughs) I turned back. If that's a soul, I'm going to freak out. (laughs) (laughs) I turned back. Um, I offered weekly and then my mind snapped into sharp focus. This is when he notices their eyes. Mm-mm. They were cold black, no pupil, no iris, just two staring orbs reflecting the red light and, and white light of the marquee. At that point, I know my expression betrayed me. <laughs> the silent one had, looked of, had a look of horror on his face and a combination that seemed to indicate A, the impossible had just happened, and B, <laughs> we've, fa- we've been found out. What? The spokesman, on the other hand, wore a mask of anger. His eyes glittered mm. brightly in the half light. Come on, mister, he said. We won't hurt you. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun. Why what? the fuck would they say that? What? Oh my God. That's insanity. <laughs> the last statement scared the living shit out of, or the living hell I out of me. I would have been pushing on that gas pedal. I know. Because at that point, by his tone, he was plainly saying, we don't need a gun. Right, right. <laughs> He noticed my hand shooting down toward the gear shift and the spokesman final spokesman's final words contained contained anger that was complete and whole and yet contained in some respects a tone of panic. We can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Oh, Let us in. God. He ripped the car. I ripped the car into reverse. <laughs> Thank goodness no one was coming up behind me and tore out of the parking lot. I noticed the boys in my peripheral vision and I stole a quick glance back. They were gone. No. The sidewalk by the theater was deserted. No. Okay. So there were dozens of stories to weed through. I listened to so many stories, like so many of them, and it was really hard to like pick. So I decided on that one. Yeah. And because we only have so much time to tell our stories, really like this could have been a whole episode if I went through all these stories. Maybe um, we should. Nope. We, we, nope. Carlene will not maybe, do it. Maybe we can make a... Like Alma can we, do it. Carlene can just sit here and go, what the fuck? No, we can just make a Patreon episode of all these <gasps> Ooh, stories because yeah. they are just like fucking bananas. Uh-uh. All right. There's not a lot of stories that tell the consequences to actually letting these kids up, but there are a handful mm-hmm. of them out there. Mm-hmm. And one was super what unnerving. What if you and Philip did the stories oh. and Carlene stayed home? I <laughs> I mean, we, Philip and I can do it on Zoom. It would be awesome. Okay. okay. Hey, Philip, if you're listening, um, the couple in the story, he was, I actually asked him if he wanted to join us tonight, but he had to work. Oh, this would have been a good one. Yeah. The couple, well, anyways, we don't have the time to do all these stories. Yeah. In reality, um, the couple in the story, in this story that I'm about to tell you live yeah. in a rural. Okay. Sorry. Hold on. the wine's making you burp it's making me yawn yeah it was the middle of the night and also in the middle of a snowstorm oh great the wife we have the shining yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the wife wakes to the sound of banging at her front door the okay she writes when i looked out the window i could see that our motion spotlight was on. I could see mm. that there were footprints in the snow that had come from our road and into our driveway, but there was no car anywhere. The snow was still covering the road and no one had driven 
on it for at least a couple of hours. Or I'm doing the best I can no, because I am sounds, so drunk. This one sounds recent too. I don't want to, I'd rather hear some that are from like the 1920s. <laughs> and then you say, yeah, there's no recent stories. Uh, okay, just go. Okay. Our front door was obscured from the window, but I could see that someone was standing there. I wasn't sure what to think, so I woke my husband up just to feel safer. While I was telling him what was going on, the banging on the door started again, and my husband went to answer it while I stood in the hallway. When he opened the door, there were two children standing in the snow looking toward the ground. They were a boy and a girl, and they could not have been more than eight years old. Oh, both perfect. of them. They were dressed strangely. Okay. And might I add that where they live is a very remote area. Mm, So like to to have two little kids being on your door in the middle of the night in a snowstorm. Like what's going on? Okay. I get you. Okay. It's not like in the middle of the city. No. And you're like, oh, hi, sorry. What's going on? Yeah. The girl's hair was very long and straight, and the boy had a dated haircut that looked almost like a bowl cut. Great. It's Hansel and Gretel. (laughs) The witch's house is down the street. (laughs) Little pig, little pig, let us in. (laughs) Sure. Her house is made of cupcakes and candy. Go down there. (laughs) Yeah. They weren't dressed for winter, and my first thought was that they must have been Mennonite children. But as far as I know, there was never a large community of Mennonites near us. Mm. The children were very unnerving, to say the least. They would not make eye contact, and when my husband asked them if everything was okay, they asked if they could come in. My husband looked at me. Wait, let's go. Let's go to my house wearing hoodies. Not come in. Can we come in? Can we? Can we? Is your auntie home? Can we come in? <laughs> I mean, like going. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Wait, what did you do? You did this. Can we use your telephone? <laughs> you stay in character is freaking me out. Can we use your telegraph? <laughs> can I? Can I use, Wait, your, can I use like, your fax machine? Telegraph? Is that a new game? Is that a new video game? Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that a new video game? I don't know. Says my husband looked at me like, "What do I do?" And I asked. Wait, your husband looked at you. Take charge, well, man. They're like. Little kids. We want to come in. Creepy and little like, kids. I don't know what to do. Tell them to go find their parents. It, in the middle of the forest. <laughs> and I asked the kids where their parents were. Of course, she's the one that says, like, where the fuck are your parents? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they say, they'll be here soon. Oh. They end up letting them in and she goes to make them some cocoa, of course. You know, oh, like, no, they like, let them in. They let them in. What the well, fuck? Of course, I told you this is I'm like sorry. an I, example sorry. of what happens when you let these children yeah, in. Yeah, you have to, they need permission. You just fucking let them in. Yeah. Um, And then the husband stays in the living room to try and figure out how, how they Great. got there in the first place. Great. The only answer he gets is, our parents will be here soon. They spoke in a sing-songy voice. They weren't afraid to be in a stranger's home at all. 
Oh no. While she's in the kitchen getting them some warm something warm to drink, she noticed something is off with her pets. I started to notice that our cats, we had four, were all hiding except Pigeon, who was in the kitchen with me. Normally our cats reveal. Ooh. Normally our cats So great. Are, now the cats are dead? Not yet. Oh my god. <laughs> Normally our cats are very curious and friendly. We have to be careful that they don't run out the door when we leave. This time, none of them even tried to see tried to see who was here, which I thought was very strange. All of the hair on Pigeon's neck was standing up on his tail. Wait, all of the hair on Pigeon's tail? No, wait, no. All of the hair on Pigeon's neck was standing up oh, and his tail was puffed oh, up okay. while he looked in the living room. When I bent down to pet him to see what was wrong, he hissed and started growling. You, know, you, you know what oh, this is all I know about. exactly. And started growling and backed up until he had hit himself under the kitchen island. I have never seen him do that before. Whoa. On another note, in other stories, it is not unusual for pets to have a visceral reaction to the BEK. The wife walks back into the living room, and, and this I is when you. I know. cats and dogs know. They do know. They're not stupid. They're very spiritually sensed. Yeah. They know. So she walks back into the living room, and this is when she suddenly, at this point, notices their fucking eyes. No. It See, took everything this is right here is where I draw the fucking line. She says it took everything inside me not to drop the mugs and run away. <laughs> when they looked at me, their eyes were completely black. They had no whites, just giant black. The wait, what did she do then? Did she just well, like take it? It sounds like it, right up yeah. the ass. Says the take woman it right also she took her right up the ass. It felt amazing. <laughs> The woman also notices that her husband has his head in his hands. Oh, I thought you were going to say his head in his ass. No. (laughs) I have to say. They notice her reaction to Uh them and they quickly ask to go to the restroom together. They're in your fucking house already. It's too late. Yeah. Well, she doesn't know this. She just thinks they're two kids with strangely black eyes. It's too late. As they go to the restroom, they start discussing the kids, and the husband's mm. nose spontaneously starts gushing with blood. Ooh, and boom, what? the fucking power goes out. Okay, stop it. I'm she, getting scared. I really am. She went to get some tissue for her husband and finds these creepy little fuckers standing in the dark no. in the hall, obviously finished in the restroom. The shining. She says, I stopped dead in my tracks. The two children were standing in the end of the hallway. They weren't moving. And I have never been so scared in my whole life. No. They just stood there in the dark. Nope. Nope. No. No. After what I felt like forever, the boy said, our parents are here. What? Well, okay. Stop. <laughs> I got chills up my, I never get chills up my back. And they walk to the door, open it. Nope. No. Leave, and walk out, leaving the door open wide behind them. You know what? I'm not coming over here anymore, Alma. I'm done. I'm going to do the paranormal. You're going to do the true crime. <laughs> end of story. At the end of the driveway, the children stood with their parents. And the sight was chilling. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits. Stop it. And were 
very tall, at least six feet. Stop it. When they my, really had more people with them. Yeah, but they were the, the parents. These were the parents. No. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got into their car and drove off. What? Wait. Not even a thank you for what? waking. <laughs> not even like thank you for like, helping my little not creepy even a ass curse? kids. Nothing. Not even a curse. Nothing. No spell, no hex, no. They just get in their car. What? And drive away. Okay, I'm not afraid. So this is unfortunately not where it ends for this couple. Because the things in their life take a weird turn for the worse. So they did get a hex. Something. In the months that followed, one of her cats hemorrhaged and died in the house. They got a hex. The other cats have gone missing and presumably they have died. No, they turned into the children of the corn. (sighs) This is messed up. Okay. Both she and her husband have continued to have nosebleeds. Eventually, he See? was diagnosed as cancer. having an aggressive form of skin cancer. Besides, well, listen, this thing told us cancer. cancer. Yeah. She she does not go into detail, but claims to be in the worst state of health of her entire oh, life. Perfect. Oof, just did that weird thing. Yep. So this is one of the worst case scenarios. There are a few others, but you get the picture. Mm-hmm. In all of these stories, someone dies, has terrible dreams, and that lasts for a long time. Cancer also seems to be an ongoing theme as well. What is the purpose of these things? So what the fuck are they and yeah. what do they want? Yeah, exactly. There are quite a few theories swirling around out there on the internet. So it has to be said that there have also been stories of black eyed adults before I go out any further, but for the most part, it is these childlike visages that they seem to prefer. Uh-uh. Um, and there's also white eyed children. What? Yeah. Okay. So, I, th- I don't know which one that would scare me more. Yeah. So, but we're going to stick with the black eyed children. Here. Oh my God. I got, I keep getting chills up my spine, which I never get. So I'm just going to get this theory out of the way. It just honestly creeps me out just typing about it although i have my doubts whether it has any validity but it's out there so i'm going to talk about it okay go some people think they are I'm demonic entities <laughs> well um, they the don't little s- d not big daddy d no but they're not angels they're not I guarantee you that because they seem to require your permission to enter mm-hmm. into their house mm-hmm. or vehicle or <sighs> portal (laughs) i don't even want to talk about this anymore wait i gotta finish the story i've got chills on my back all right everything it says everything there is that powerful human force called free will it has to be overcome and this does not only apply to the d word but also the next theory that is vampires what vampires this, Vampire. yeah which is the least plausible i'm gonna theory laugh at that make. one but but you know energy people... vampires oh which yes, is more plausible yes, yes vampires yes. vampires also require your permission to be let in and I mean, that's true after that you are theirs to control some sort of energy vampire would make sense since even those that have not followed through and let the entities in end up feeling drained or have terrible headaches after their encounters wait a minute I think you just answered my problem. You have an energy vampire. I, and I'm allowing it. Yeah, absolutely. But I can block it. All right. <laughs> I need to hurry up and get this story out of the way and get it off my freaking I'm just so, what the, this is blowing 
my mind. Right. Whether you believe or not, there's anyone, <laughs> some kind of something to it, even if it's a metaphorical thing. Right. There is. But the thing is it. that there's so many of these stories that just no. keep coming in. Yeah. No. Oh um, God. I keep getting chills every time we talk about it too. One Redditor explained it like this, and it kind of rang true to me presented possibly the most reasonable explanation beat nemesis explains that the concept of thresholds or how a home has an inherently protective energy surrounding mm-hmm. its occupants as a matter of pragmatism unnatural entities must elicit some form of invitation or experience a damper on supernatural energy that makes sense yeah Another theory is that they are ghostly entities. However, most of the encounters described a wholly physical being, but that does not make it not true. No, it can still be ghosts. Yeah. So I have to say that there's actually, whew. it can still be, I mean, ghosts manifest into In the physical form. Right. I mean, that happens like at my house, I have um, these energies that go into my garage that manifest into, they look like human forms. So people are, I mean, look, I told you the story of my son's friend that was like, Hey, Connor, when he realized it wasn't Connor, he came in, I have two grown boys sleeping in my bed. Right. So, I mean, it's just a manifest it's energy that manifests into something that you will recognize. Usually it's so you won't be afraid of it. You know, that you'll be like, and that's what I think. Oh, I recognize that. And I'm not afraid of it. That's usually, that's what I think that the reason for them showing up as children. Is. Right. So you'll be more gullible to them. Right. Okay. Ooh, look at that. I just need to get done <laughs> with this story. Okay. So there's, there's also this story in the UK and um, I can't remember the name of where it's at, but I think this is more the ghostly energy, okay. the ghostly encounter okay let me prepare for this okay i'm not going to tell the story i'm saving it for another time because it deserves its own oh come on no no it it, we don't have time (laughs) oh the battery is gonna die on that thing okay but it's it's different from the american stories the american stories seem to like follow the same formula all the way through like the the black eyes the the weird creepy feeling that you get like all of that stuff the knocking the let us in that's all very consistent it's all very consistent okay very consistent well and what did we look at oh my god look sierra okay (laughs) i mean if it says the name that i have them yeah (laughs) oh my gosh okay all right okay last but not least is my favorite alien hybrids oh i mean the solid black guys just like the grays could be they always want to phone home (laughs) it could account for their physical limitations and the strange monotone way they speak but it really is lacking on the motive side since Uh -uh. you know they don't why don't they just do what they always do and abduct you? Like, well, I'm going to call bullshit on that one because first of all, aliens, they come with a purpose, right? They don't do harm. They actually, usually, even if they do an abduction, they take them, they might be like, Oh, we need a little piece of your asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And then they send you back. Right. But we as humans are so fucked up. If, an alien gets captured 
they like dissect the fuck out of it and kill it. So I don't think that an alien would come through that way. An alien's just gonna come in your room while you're sleeping and probe your ass and whatever. Yeah. Or beam you up and probe your ass or your belly button. That's true. And send you back. But they always send you back. Right. They never keep you. They don't kill you. They always send you back. It's your fear that makes the thing worse. Well, there's also that weird link to the men in black stories, like the yeah. story I told you earlier about the, yeah, the yeah, parents yeah. that show up, the electricity like suddenly going out. There's also the possibility yeah. that they are either emitting some sort of EMF frequency. Like I didn't well, that's read- all ghost spirit yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, Which can cause paranoia, headaches, sleep disturbances, yeah. lack of concentration, all that. Yeah, light and dark right. can do that. Also, the fact that they might be have some sort of radiation going on, which explains the cancer diagnoses, that, which is something that reminds me of Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, some of the things uh. that the researchers were running into when they were there. So maybe there's a giant BK, BK hive under skin rocker rent. Who knows? <laughs> um, whatever. They are, are they seem to be completely American phenomenon, even though there are stories in other countries, they just don't have the same elements. And they definitely try to use our primal instinct to protect children against us. Mm. Honestly, I'm surprised ancient aliens hasn't made a connection yet and made an episode. Um, I mean, they could be wholly unique, a wholly <laughs> unique entity that has not been classified yet. It could be elemental, something like that. It could be. So if these little weirdos knock on your door, do yourself a favor. And don't, don't fucking, fucking answer. answer. <laughs> Apart. Don't fucking answer the door. That was 15 pages. There was that was fast because like, that was freaky. There was like some, I probably was like, no, that was good. There was some really freaky stories out there, but I didn't have time to tell them. Well, all. I'm super glad you didn't because I have to go home. And thank God, I'm kind of happy I don't have to go home by myself right now because <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't want to. Let us sage. Let us sage before you leave. Oh dear God, we have to sage. You bet. At least this office. Oh, oh no, we are saging the office and doing a little of ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So I think this is appropriate time for us to say goodnight. Yes. Because I'm totally like just I'm done. I'm done. My my energy is just like sapped. Stick a fork in us. We're done. Like a T-bone steak and a beer. We done. <laughs> I don't even know if that made any sense. <laughs> just stick a fork in this. We're obviously done. Yeah, we're done. I don't even know what I was saying. Thank I you just guys made that so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, those of you guys on Did the you West like Coast. That? Did you like that drama? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God, I just want to thank you so much. I want to thank my mom and my uh, my dad. And Okay. And, and because most of all, I want to thank Jesus. <laughs> I want to thank you, Jesus. <laughs> all, right. all right. We are at peak during this. <laughs> and you're welcome. All, all right. right, you guys. Thanks for listening. 
like, share, follow, tell your friends. Patreon two bucks a month. I mean, whatever you got, we got, we're, we're, we're open to, you know, whatever you want to send our way. Even if it's just love. Even if it's love. (laughs) Buy a little mug and walk around with it. And people will be like, Hey, that's cool. What is that? And you'll be like, it's tipsy tails. Have you heard of them? Or or buy this 16 ounce pint glass and just drink along with us when you're listening. And you'll be like right along with us, (laughs) you know? put water in it while you're at work and actually you could put vodka and say it's water i seriously nobody though, will know i will tell you i am not lying when i tell you when i wear my mask i get asked several times like oh my god i love your mask where'd you get that uh, trips your tails look it up go buy your own you say it like that trips i do you should listen to us. We're real funny. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Have a good night. Good night. Uh, oh, wait. Wait. Who are you? I'm, I'm Carlene. <laughs> wait. I'm Alma. I'm Carlene. <laughs> good night. Good night.